Welcome to Big Boy Movies, a podcast about movies and the big boys who watch them. I'm one of your big boys, Matt Beebe. I'm another one of your big boys, John George. And I am a guest big boy, Tom Meyering. Oh man, Tom's back, but I have big news before we get to Tom. Okay, Um, This is really big for me, John. I I hid this from you until you were recording because I was so excited about it. I wanted your live reaction. Um, I have been selected to direct a major motion picture. Really? Oh my God. Like, yeah, it's, it's a big deal. Okay, let's hear it. What is it? What's, what's the... So, so this is a, a big... You might have heard about it. It's got a big star attached to it. Ooh. It's got a very famous producer. Um, and they chose me to direct because every other director in LA, uh, quote, said the movie was too embarrassing okay. to be attached to. Um, but see. not for me, baby. I'm in it all the way. <laughs> Um, you may have heard uh, Gina Carano from The Mandalorian. <laughs> she got the axe for some reason. Yeah. Um, but thank God Ben Shapiro came in. They're making a movie now together. Oh, my God. And guess who's directing that? My directorial really? debut. Oh, my God. I, I'm kind of embarrassed for you, baby. You got to know, right? Like, that's not going to no, be a good dive no on your resume. That's it's it's a it's a big movie star though right i mean i don't know yeah. why she was fired but it's like yeah. you know more for me yeah congrats it sounds good to me i don't know anything <laughs> about her but uh, good job her, yeah, her you're, gonna wanna, you're gonna want to not google her or anything recently just just not, go just go uh, with the movie uh, well, i mean i, I don't want well, you know, to um, rain on your parade i don't want to be a dick i'm directing so. the thing i should know a little bit about the thing i signed i signed the contract <laughs> already too so if i quit i like lose a bunch of money and get sued and whatever okay. i also don't know really who ben shapiro is i met him yeah. on the sidewalk yeah uh, i figured you um, didn't because i definitely think you wouldn't like him so yeah, well, hold on let me just you probably sounded pretty smart though right <laughs> sounded like he knows what he's talking he about. He definitely it sounds really smart. directed I, the conversation in the oh, way that. Oh, oh boy. Hmm. Yeah. Now this is challenging. I, I did just Google. Yeah, I, that you probably it challenging. Maybe yeah, yeah, definitely challenging. I think it's, it's uh, okay. Yeah, I think that's a good uh, well, word for it. That's interesting. Now, <laughs> um. I have to do it now, unfortunately. <laughs> I did sign the contract in my blood. Ben Shapiro was very, very adamant oh, about God. me signing yeah. it with my blood. And That's... there was a lot of talk about my immortal soul okay, yeah. and sort of how he hungers for, for souls and all that. Really, um, really don't know why you did this after that. It even was just, after that it's, part. A, it's a big movie, John. It's a big movie star. <laughs> it's a big movie star. I didn't even know. I'm gonna be honest. I did not know who she was before this. So I yeah, mean, I still don't know her name. I know who she is. I know she's the racist from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> she's the racist from Star Wars. That's her yeah. name. That's about. That sums it up pretty well. Okay. Well, um, we're definitely gonna be reviewing that movie in the future, and we will <laughs> pretend like Baby directed it. So <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> we'll do. We'll do director's commentary. I'll bring John into the booth That'll be for amazing. our director's commentary. It'll be so good. What's that? Uh, what's that movie from back in the day? That like really important movie and uh, like Birth of a Nation. Yes, Birth of a Nation. This is gonna be Birth of a Nation two, basically. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that'll be great. The movie always needed a sequel, you know. Yeah. I'm glad they may, They yeah. should just reboot it. There's reboot. gonna be. Tons. I think someone tried to. At some oh point. my god. <laughs> I actually saw a movie called Birth of a Nation for class. It was definitely not a reboot, um, but the, the yeah. title was a reference to the original. One. Oh, so it wasn't the one from like the 30s or 40s? Yeah, someone yeah. tried to like reclaim it. 
Yeah, I watched the original, um, and it was awful and extremely long and extremely racist, <laughs> uh, which is might be good because I'm gonna need some reference material now. I'm gonna make the boss happy. What a t- um, what a what a what a great episode of Big Boy Movies that would be. Birth of a Nation. <laughs> Just try some really innovative movie techniques, and uh, yeah, maybe they, they invented uh, using a camera and uh, having actors on a screen. <laughs> that was that was a big deal for the time didn't they invent like the pan or something Uh, it was like the first feature-length film i believe so it was like everything i guess they invented everything (laughs) yeah Uh, i guess i should kind of uh introduce tom if that if you if you guys haven't listened to an episode with tom on it before because there was one other one eternal sunshine of the spotless mind but uh tom's my buddy from high school i've known him for a long time right yeah i met you in high school uh yep yeah (laughs) who are you friends and friends for friends for a long time i'm uh and like john said we're east coast boys i'm uh didn't have anything better to do this weekend so i figured i'd guest on this podcast drive four and a half hours each way and uh here i am yeah i think tom's like the reason i got big into movies because he showed me rate your movies and then i was like ooh, like that made movies like a fun game to me and then i found letterboxd and then that was it yeah it was, it was done from there then I was just really into him. Yeah, I made John transfer my whole movie uh, diary to from, it was called I Check Movies, which is still exists. It's And it has not been updated since I left it like eight years, like seven years ago, probably. And uh, I made John transfer it all. So I would use Letterboxd and here I am. Mm-hmm. Wow. It took me a while, but I did it. Yeah, that does make sense because <laughs> John will basically only do anything unless you make it Pokemon. Yep. <laughs> Unless it's a collectathon. So Letterbox was literally it's literally just Pokemon for movies. Yep. Um and then I just show so, people my collection. That's exactly it, to be honest. <laughs> oh, yeah, I they kind of have that as well, because I, I have another app for logging TV shows called TV Showtime, which is like fine. The community's not nearly as good, but I can't unless I paid for premium, I cannot like re-log a TV show episode. So when I rewatch episodes of TV, I just feel like a lack of accomplishment. Because I can't like click that <laughs> check mark. Be rewatching this? I can't even yeah. mark it down on my favorite app. Where's my sense of accomplishment for watching this movie? <laughs> oh my, yeah. That's what I get all the time too. When I like, wa- like I feel like when I watch things, I can't log on Letterboxd. I'm like, why am I watching this? You know, what's the point? Yeah. Well, speaking of, of accomplishing our Pokemon collection of movies. Uh, I don't know if you watched any. Oh, well, yeah, actually, you watched. <laughs> you do know that I watched 20 I movies. I do know that you watched a million and a half movies because you uh, went to virtual Sundance all the way from your living room. Yeah. Um, and if you want to touch on that, because I didn't see any Sundance. I saw you logging it all yeah. on Letterboxd, but um, well, I had to catch there yeah. is one Sundance movie everyone can watch now because I just got like seven days early access to this movie, Judas and the Black Messiah, which is on <laughs> HBO Max now and is apparently like an Oscar frontrunner. So you should probably watch it. Um, and I, it's a pretty, pretty damn good movie. It was definitely one of the best I saw at Sundance uh, with really good performances. Definitely check that one out. Everyone can watch it now. The rest of them, like... I watched, so I legit watched 20 total movies. That was my goal at some point in the weekend. I was like, okay, let's just aim for 20 because I was getting insanely tired at some point, obviously. (laughs) I'm just going to like run through some that I I think a lot of them, maybe half of them, no one will ever see probably or hear of. That's fair. So I'm just going to like go through 
my favorites basically and ones that i know people are it's i know these ones are going to get picked up um first i'll go i'll say prisoners of ghostland which is one that i mentioned on this podcast i was most hyped for did not live up to the hype the one with nick cage uh, from the japanese director is batshit crazy and it is a mix of like mad max and like kill bill but it is very disjointed can't believe that from a nick cage movie yeah nick cage was fun in it it's just the plot didn't make any sense it this was his first english language film so i think that was a big reason why nick cage no, Science Sono, the director. <laughs> this is his first English language film. Yes, Nick Cage. Um, what else do I got here? On the Count of Three, I think, is a lot of people's favorites from Sundance. It is, I think, my second favorite. Um, and I think everyone's going to like this movie. It's a Gerard Carmichael's first, uh, his directorial debut. He's a comedian. Um, and there are other, Henry Winkler's in it. Tiffany Haddish is in it. Uh, they all play very serious characters, though. No one's really that funny in this movie besides Christopher Abbott, who f- fucking kills it. it. It was probably my favorite, one of my favorite performances. Oh, wow. He's hilarious in this movie. I guarantee we'll have a big boy movies on this one eventually. It's going to be one of my favorites of, of the next year. Okay. And then my favorite was a movie called Mass, which is a movie that has four characters in one room for two hours. And when I heard that, I was like, this is not probably not going to be one of my favorites. Like I legit skipped it. Like it was on our schedule for that day. And I was like, yeah, this sounds like it's not going to be. It sounds like we can skip it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I go back to it. The second screening was in the next three days. I go back to it on Letterboxd and everyone loves it. So I'm like, fuck. Well, now I got to watch it. Um, and it is my favorite of it's like, it's just so good. I cried multiple times. The performances are insane. And Dowd and Martha Plimpton are so good in this movie. Uh, this one's going to be good. And it's directed by none other than the stoner from um, Cabin in the Woods. His, his directorial debut. <laughs> oh, it's directed by him. <laughs> Wow. Oh, he's in Donnie Darko, and he's too. Also in Donnie Probably Darko. I don't just know like a student or something. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite. Uh, besides that, there was a fully on Instagram version of Romeo Juliet that was awful. Oh, right. That one I was excited about because that's like, uh, fuck, what's what's his name? It's not Boz Lerman, is it? Who did the the Romeo and Juliet that was like cool gangsta Romeo no, and Juliet? No, that is Boz Lerman. Oh, yeah. That the Leo one? one? With, with, yeah, with Leo in it. Yeah, yeah. That one's actually, like, way better than this one. Yeah, that's what I immediately thought of. I've been meaning to watch that one, actually. This one is just, like, it's awkward because half, like, they'll text each other and, like, Instagram DM each other. And it's, like, in normal language how we would talk. And then they'll obviously just talk in Shakespearean, mm-hmm. like, when they're talking, like, out loud. And it's, that just really pissed me off because oh. I was just, like... Yeah, no, I just want you to talk kind of normally right now, please. It was it was just a weird choice. That is really funny, though. <laughs> I don't know. It, like, I think I was kind of pissed because I, wa- I watched it because I was expecting something very funny, but it was it was funny sometimes, but most of yeah. the times it was just boring. So so it was like Boz Lerman, where they don't actually change the script of Romeo and Juliet. They just put it in a different setting. But every so often yes. they go into like Gen Z <laughs> yes, mode on, basically. on Instagram. <laughs> they show they like always show it's basically just their iphone screens and like they show romeo's home screen he has like letterbox he has like the criterion channel and all the shit i'm just like show us your (laughs) letterbox 
that would have been epic. It's just all of the different uh, oh iterations God. of uh, Romeo and Juliet. Romeo's a fucking. That's hipster. all he's ever watched. <laughs> he has no idea what's coming. He's like, yeah. This will it's end like reviews though. of like Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. It's like fell asleep halfway through this one. I'm sure it ended well. <laughs> yeah, this one fucking sucks. Another funny one is called John and the Hole, where. <laughs> kid named john puts his parents and sister in a hole he finds what he like drugs them and, and puts them in a hole and oh it just fell so flat it was just trying to be a yorgos lathimos movie basically but it i don't know bad. who that is he's like okay. the guy who directed the lobster and oh yeah yeah that stuff but yeah those are my two funny picks i the one that yeah. everyone like consistently won are consistently loved in one like the 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 big one one sundance was coda which is a good movie i don't think it's the best i saw but it's another deaf person movie so um like it's for deaf people okay it's like about deaf people it's mainly about coda stands for child of deaf adults so it's mainly the main character is the only one who isn't deaf in an entire family of deaf people um and everyone loved it i think that one is I had already got picked up by Apple, so BB's not going to watch it, obviously, because that's going to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> no, fuck that. Uh, yeah, well, I've been noticing a yeah. lot of deaf stuff because there's Sound of Metal, and then I just got an ad on YouTube the other day for a movie about a kid who's going deaf, so he like travels around America with his girlfriend to like record oh. all the best sounds. Oh, I think I saw that. Um, and it's like a Is teen like a Netflix one, probably or something. Uh, it was to all the boys three. I think it's a Hulu. Boys three. I'm deaf now. <laughs> <laughs> to all the boys, to all the deaf boys, it's just this one. Boy is like going deaf and like invites her on this road trip. She just like got a deaf fetish and then like just started getting into deaf boys. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, yeah. I I saw the trailer and I was like, that looks bad. But uh, it was. I just thought it was funny. Like. Because what's the point of him recording all of the sounds if he's going to go yeah. deaf? Like, it's he won't be able to hear them even if they're on, like, tape. I guess he'll, he'll like, remember the sound waves or something on his, like, recording app. Maybe you can just turn it up, like, to a thousand times, like, on really loud speakers, and then he can kind of hear it. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is the... <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Or maybe he just wants to experience all the best sounds. Yeah, just experience them. There's no point of, like, recording the sounds. Yeah, well, he does... But I, I remember in the trailer, I feel like that he mentioned recording them. Maybe I'm remembering wrong, but... It's like, I also want to record them, <laughs> even though I can't hear them again. You know, I've only seen that trailer once, whereas I've seen the trailer for the little things like 50,000 times. Just watch. The, it's the only option. Just watch the little things already. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to watch Denzel Washington say the title of the what? movie. Name one other movie that came out last week. Huh? <laughs> you can't. Uh, uh, <laughs> Just watch this uh, one. Minari. Oh, yeah, Minari did, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of which, Minari is one of the movies uh, I, I want to quickly, very quickly mention. I did a year, my yearly rewatch of <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road. I won't talk about it much. You hate we it, all know right? how I feel yeah. about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's terrible. And I watch it once a year to uh, really cement that hate. I actually do know a few people who really don't like that movie. Yeah, there's, um, there's, a, there's a fair share of people who don't. Uh, I did that, and then I didn't watch really anything else. Uh, until last night because I had my ticket for Minari and completely unprompted out of nowhere. I was just like, 
kind of watch i kind of want to watch something else like immediately wow. after the movie ended. i'm talking more. like 10 minutes after and so i decided i decided to turn the night into a double feature which will probably become a standard for all <laughs> uh big cinema people uh, you know edgar wright's going to be talking about this double feature on his twitter pretty soon i put on after right after minari oh, i put on muppets <laughs> treasure island um <laughs> which is really just a, a nice like yeah, shot chaser situation <laughs> i had never seen this one all the way through and i really wow. enjoyed i've it. never even seen that movie i read a fun fact about the muppet universe on reddit uh the other day that um it it, it is um canon that kermit the frog it's with something that he did in his life caused 9-11 um because in <laughs> it's a wonderful muppet christmas when oh, like no. It was it was released in like two thousand two. Christmas Carol. <laughs> so the twin towers aren't there in like whatever like in the in the after like in the normal universe. But then when he wishes for himself to have never been born, then the twin towers are there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if he'd have never been born, there's no nine eleven. Do you think they just forgot? No, it's because they just didn't want to refilm all this shit. It's because uh, they made the movie before nine eleven, and they probably released it after. But I think it's really funny that. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that was like. God, that's such an old big boy movies joke. That's like episode two where we yeah. said that Darth Vader did 9-11 or something like that. So yeah. I guess it was him and this Kermit kind of spoils, the Frog. This spoils my next um, Justice League prediction too. I was going to predict that Joker did 9-11 and that's going to be <laughs> the reason why they're fighting him in this one. Oh, uh, Okay. <laughs> no, well, Joker's only in a dream, but we He's can't do dream? side predictions. We're not no doing wonder that he looks week. like an idiot. What okay. if the Joker rigged the 2016 election? <laughs> that could be possible. There's a scene with Trump. A scene with Trump and Jared Leto. Oh my god, that'd be incredible if they got if Trump is just so desperate for money at some point that he does this. Just talking to Joker, he's like, please rig the election for me, Mr. Joker. No, no, I like the idea that like Trump uh, is Batman in the Zack Snyder universe. And so the Joker's like, I got to get <laughs> Joe Biden to win the election. In the chat, Charlie Seuss says, uh, handsome Twitch lad is on stream. That's correct. Yep, I, um, I'm here in the flesh. Yep. Yeah. Tom is our, a great mod in our chat. Yeah, thank God that you're here, Charlie, because now we have another mod. I do want to go quickly talk about Muppet Treasure Island because it was very fun. I hadn't seen it all the way through before, but now I have... Uh, I forgot Tim Curry's in it. He's always really good in movies. Um, and there's just like a lot of really solid humor. I've been really into the Muppets lately. I've always liked them, but recently I've been watching like a lot of Jim Henson stuff. Um, and I've, I know this one's sort of one of the classic Muppet movies. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just super fun. I can't not love Kermit the Frog. He's just got like the best face. Uh, he's so simple, but Kermit the Frog's face, <laughs> when it does anything, it just That's makes true, me laugh. Honestly. Um, oh, but Kermit has so many memes that just has to be so, true. What BB's saying is factual. Yeah, Kermit's so memeable. Um, and also, they're adding the Muppet Show to Disney Plus within the next few days, I think. So I'm very Maybe excited. Maybe part of for the that. Valentine's Day collection. Probably. <laughs> is there a Muppets Valentine's Day special? Yeah, love the Muppets. It's a Kermit and Piggy only. Maybe. I feel like they had to. It's a <laughs> yeah, broadcast TV definitely. show. I feel like they all did that. Um, also, there's a fucking moment in um, Muppet Treasure Island, which made me laugh the hardest, which is 
Kermit like <laughs> rips open his shirt at some point and he has like a full <laughs> tattoo of Miss Piggy, like a a sexy pirate <laughs> tattoo of Miss Piggy on his chest. Um, and it's there for sure. the rest of the movie. It's so good. And he sword fights Tim Curry at one point. It's it's so good. Um, but yeah, Muppet Treasure Island right after Minari. <laughs> good choice by me. Uh, everyone try out this double feature. Just, like, have someone should start like a podcast where they try to figure out the best double features possible. Yeah. Let's start with that one because there's nowhere to go but up yeah, the from Muppets there. Are good. I, I like the Muppets have just consistently good humor. Yeah. They're, they're very funny. And there was a lot of, it's like Pixar in a sense yeah. where like there's humor there for everyone. There's that good, uh, Kermit the Frog song. What's that called? The, uh, uh, Rainbow, Rainbow Connection? Connection? Yeah, yeah, Rainbow Connection. Very yeah. good song. That movie's good. The Muppets movie. Yeah, I don't know if I've really yeah. seen the movie. I just like the song. I have probably saw the yeah, movie the when I was like great. four or five or something, but yeah. don't remember I have it at the all. vinyl if you want <laughs> to. Should we just throw that on oh, for sick. four minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just throw it in the background of our yeah, podcast. Yeah. I like it. Um, but yeah, those are, those are the movies we saw, baby, right? Tom, yeah. I guess, do you want to talk about any movies you saw? um yeah i saw a few movies i guess uh maybe the coolest one i, I i've been re-watching movies more recently in the last couple of weeks i guess but uh never re-watch always new <laughs> cooler one i coolest one i rewatched, i guess is scream which is maybe my favorite horror movie oh wow um i don't know it's a really good movie um <laughs> i don't know i uh, i watched it with with somebody who had never seen it before and i was really happy with uh that the Drew Barrymore trick worked <laughs> where they, they marketed the movie. Uh, sorry, spoiler alert. If anybody is, I knows nothing about it, this but movie. I also, don't care. I also know nothing. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys know, um, whatever. I, know, I, know I do know it, stuff about it's it. It's fine. I I'll, I'll it. just spoil it. It's, <laughs> but Drew Barrymore, they open it with Drew Barrymore and kind of lead you to believe, like, if you don't know the, the, like, if you don't look at the cover of the movie also, <laughs> You don't. You think that you think that Drew Barrymore. It leads you to believe Drew Barrymore is going to be like the main actress of this movie, and then she gets killed off within the first like five minutes. It's pretty cool. Damn. (laughs) So this the this girl I was watching it with was uh, really excited that we were about to watch a Drew Barrymore movie. (laughs) 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 Then she gets killed, so it worked well. That's amazing. What other movie is I've seen something like that where (laughs) the the marketing like tricked you into thinking. I, I guess like Godzilla, Brian Cranston maybe. in yeah. that one movie, and Godzilla. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, Breaking that was... Bad. Yeah, and Bra- <laughs> Brian Cranston in <laughs> Breaking Bad, the movie with the one that only had Jesse in it. I was yeah, like, what the hell? A, yeah, <laughs> who's this guy? Um, <laughs> that's also like something I noticed on my rewatch of Mad Max, which I won't talk about too much. Um, which is like that movie holds nothing precious, like uh, the Interceptor, which is Mad Max's famous car. It's in every movie. Um, just gets completely obliterated in the first like five minutes of the movie and only comes oh. back briefly at the end and then gets exploded again. Uh, and Max <laughs> yeah. doesn't drive it after the first five minutes. So I'm like, that's that's just something I like about the movie where I'm like, oh, they just don't give a shit. Like, this is just yeah, that didn't really didn't really hit for me as someone who had never watched another Mad Max movie and still hasn't. <laughs> Should have hit yeah. for you, Tom. <laughs> well, Come on. yeah, for, for people who are cool more familiar. Track. Yeah, I've only seen the first Mad Max. I, I think that was part of it. Yeah, you haven't seen Fury Road? Oh no, I, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be interesting. Yeah, very weird. As like a somebody who's not like forty. It, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's a twenty-five-year-old person. I've only seen the first Mad Max. Anything else, Tim? Uh, 
I rewatched Spider-Man. Always good. Yeah. <laughs> the first Spider-Man. Because I rewatched the second Spider-Man like yeah. three well, months Toby ago. Toby Maguire's coming back. So you got to catch up on your Toby Maguire. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait. He's going to be, he look, he's like 50 or something, but he's still, he doesn't look a day over 35. <laughs> Damn, he's 50? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Because he was like 20 something when he played a teenager <laughs> in those movies. So. Damn, I'm going to be 50 one day. That's going to be crazy. Yeah, that's people, I'm going to be on this Twitch channel. People are going to be like, whoa, you're 50 now? What the hell? Yeah. We're both going to be 50 and doing big boy <laughs> and movies. Marty's and... still going to be producing. Or he's still going to be alive. Marty's still, Marty won't, Marty will be alive and producing oh, yeah. this podcast. I'm predicting big sure. boy movies will have been rebooted twice by then. So, oh, <laughs> uh, with, with yeah. like new cast, newer, and younger cast. Damn it. And they're going to be saying Disney's cool things like YOLO and Fuck. Poggers. I knew it. We never, we never say Poggers. <laughs> It's true. We we watched Mank for Gen Z and look where that got us. <laughs> Mank, that was your appeal to Gen Z. Yeah, the TikTokers. Yeah, that was our big Gen Z movie. trends based off Mank. So many. I, I haven't seen <laughs> yeah. Mank actually. I've been meaning to watch it, but uh, not necessary. Actually, <laughs> not necessary. Mank, I watched. Mank I watched, might be the Oscar bait this year. <laughs> I watched. Um, That's true. Citizen yeah. Kane, so I could watch Mank, and then I never watched it. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, you definitely should watch this in Kane before you. If you watch just Mank, there's no way you could appreciate Mank, in my opinion. Yeah, there's very little yeah. value in Mank if you, you don't watch, watch this in Kane. Kane. Basically, should we? Shall we talk about Minari? We should talk about Minari. I paid twenty dollars to watch it, so we yes, have to talk about it now. I paid twenty, but I split it. Like two other people watched it with me. So, yeah, I can like, more you. value. Damn, <laughs> more value for my, for my purchase. What a steal! Yeah. That's why I have the little alone thing on the yeah, Twitch. Exactly. <laughs> Although I am also single, and John's girlfriend just left him. Yeah, so. literally on Valentine's Day, <laughs> yeah. she said, "I'm going to Indy." So we're all kind of alone <laughs> wow. here, yeah. but me and John are together yeah. alone, I guess, at least yeah, together alone. <laughs> well, Mir Miriam saw Minari and was like. Basically, like, I'm going to do that to John. I'm going to leave the state. <laughs> yeah, John um, chose. Because John keeps talking about his farm, he, and I, I can't do it. He just kept it. talking about big boy movies. John was yeah. too committed too, to big boy too movies. Too committed to the American dream, and that's why. <laughs> of big boy movies, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even though we both have seen, both me and Miriam had seen it before. She just, oh, okay. this just time now really clicked home. with her. So. <laughs> uh, I've seen this movie before, so... Anyone impressed? Um, I haven't, and I don't think Tom has uh, either. No, this was my first time. I mean, how? All right, yeah, well, John watched it at a film festival. John's cool, and uh, he's kind of indie now, and goes to okay, film festivals. Literally, all you just had to do was pay money. <laughs> yeah, so I was just willing to pay money. John's for this it. hipster guy who goes to film festivals. He won't stop talking about it. John's gonna see Black Widow before us at a film <laughs> festival now. The and most critically I saw acclaimed this cool film. underground movie. I was hoping it would be at South by Southwest or something. I could, <laughs> I could just see Black Widow. They usually have like a blockbuster at South by Southwest, but this year they don't. Pretty sad. No, well Disney is desperately clinging to Black Widow to put it in theaters. <laughs> it's gonna be their so big. So we're not allowed <laughs> all this for Black Widow. I, I can't get into too much Marvel stuff now, but like watching WandaVision, I'm like. This is clearly Marvel saying, this is our next step. I'm so curious what's in Black Widow because it must not matter at all for the overall story of Marvel. Oh, yeah, because it was written like uh, two years ago. Because they keep putting out their <laughs> Disney Plus shit. Yeah, it just must not matter, which doesn't bode well because Black Widow's, as I've said before, 
my least favorite Marvel character, so I'm very excited. Yeah, well, she's not that interesting, and she's also dead. <laughs> so John also hates women, so that's yeah, why he doesn't like her. but that's like the her. main reason. Yeah, John also hates women, yeah. That's the main reason, so. There were, there were women in Minari as well, which is why I do have to um, <laughs> give it less of a rating, sort of. Yeah, John follows the opposite of the Bechdel test. Yeah, if it so. if it has any sort of women in it, it it goes down a star. Twelve angry, twelve <laughs> yeah, angry men yeah. is the best movie of all time. <laughs> by the way, just to let you guys know. <laughs> that is like kind of the anti Bechdel test. <laughs> it's just twelve angry men in a room. Twelve. It's in the title. They're all angry. They're yeah. all men, and they all talk to each other, not about yeah, exactly. women. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Minari is, if you don't know what Minari is, it's a new A24. It's actually the first A24 movie that's come out in like, since maybe First Cow. That was the last one, I think. Yeah. Um, which was a year ago, basically. And it's directed by Lee Isaac Chung, who I don't think has directed. He's directed a couple other movies. But, oh, these are all my favorite movies. But they're a lot. <laughs> they're not well known. Um, starring Steven Yeun uh, from The Walking Dead. We all know them, and um, some other people no one knows really, uh, but they are famous actors in Korea. <laughs> um, but it's a yep. Korean, I, what would you say, like 70-30 Korean-English movie? 70% Korean? It's mostly Korean. It's, uh, yeah, it's, we should do general impressions, but I'll say like the language split felt very authentic. Yep. Not that I can speak from personal experience, but I have... Uh, my friend, Kristen Chung, friend of the mm -hmm. show, uh, she is uh, Korean. And when she talks to her parents, it's it's that kind of mix of like Korean and English that I was like, oh, yeah, that's like just like how it yeah. is. Um, yeah, this was a very interesting but... movie to watch without subtitles. So <laughs> I was very lost for most of it. Um, yeah. Well, I did say when you came in, I was like, by the way, like, um, if you don't speak or read <laughs> Korean, like you're kind of fucked. So, yeah, John insisted <laughs> to watch it without subtitles because he said it was yeah. more authentic. He wanted to get the full frame. He didn't want any text. It's like watching uh, watching subbed versus dubbed. John just wanted to. The next logical step <laughs> is no sub. Yeah, no sub or <laughs> yeah, dubbed. neither. Yeah, John, when he watches anime, only does the original <laughs> Japanese cut with yeah. no subtitles or dubbing. I want to know what it was like. You know. I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to know the meanings, you know. <laughs> you know, there's some weeb out there who will watch anime and pre just pretend like they know Japanese and be like, "Yeah, I just watched the unsubbed versions because I'm, I'm just so in tune with Japanese culture." Sounds <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to do it like that. But yeah, my general impression. I guess I'll give my both general. I gave my first general impression, kind of. I, I like this movie. At first, I think I liked it less than most people. Most people really, really liked this movie, and I just liked it. Um, but this time around, I actually really, really liked this movie. Um, and I think it was a lot funnier this time around for me specifically. I didn't remember it being this funny. Oh, okay. I think I just paid it. Maybe there, a lot of, there are a lot of good amount of sad things that happen in this movie. So maybe after the first time, you're more focused on the sad stuff, and you forget that there was funny stuff. Um, mm. so when, when there were, when I laughed a lot, I was surprised cause I didn't remember that. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I really like yeah. the performance in this movie. I think it's beautifully shot too. It's, it's, it, it was beautiful both times I watched it, um, with some really good writing and entertaining writing. Um, it, I, I would say it's 
it's most people would call it slower, but I was, I was pretty entertained the whole time. I thought it was a, a good pace and a good tale. I, I really enjoyed this movie. I hope the Golden Globes obviously screwed it over. We all know that tale, but uh, hopefully it gets more attention <laughs> yeah. at the Oscars. Yeah, I, um, I would say I. This is like undeniably a good movie. Um, I'll say I also probably didn't like it as much as everyone hyped it up to be. Uh, I think a lot of that just has to do with this is a very specific movie about a very specific life experience. Um, and so it's it was probably harder to me con to connect with a lot of those moments, like not being uh, an immigrant person like that or like the child of immigrants mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it didn't have its hooks in me, but the writing was great. It was shot beautifully. The score was fantastic um on a technical level and and all that i i really enjoyed it uh as a movie so um it, it probably lost a little bit of emotional resonance with me um just because it was kind of slow and not that i don't like slow movies um it, it's just one of those movies where things happen and that's not always my jam uh, so I, I like a little bit of, of motion in the story and this one doesn't have a whole lot. Um, but overall, I, th I think it's a really well-constructed film. Um, yeah, I would, uh, I, I agree with what you guys have said. Uh, very solid movie. Um, slow pace, kind of meandering. Um, I, but I enjoyed that. I, I think some of the shots were very beautiful. I think that was one thing it did really well. And I, I do think the story, although I haven't like experienced anything, anything like this really, I'm not the child of immigrants or anything like that. I'm not a farmer. Um, really? I, I think, <laughs> I think it was, I think the movie is aware that like 90% of the people watching this will have nothing to do with that. But, um, I think, I think it's still pretty, pretty, um, endearing i don't know relatable i guess in its weird way but i don't know there were some weird some weird pacing issues i think but overall i, I liked it a lot yeah i think it's yeah it's definitely not relate a relatable situation i think this time i found more things to relate to for sure yeah yeah i'm not saying yeah, you yeah. have to be like in that situation yeah. um not at all but it's like um I, I just remember going through a lot of letterbox reviews and a lot of people saying they connected yeah, yeah. with it on such like a deep emotional level because of those things. There's still a very like universal feel mm. of this movie and like things that everyone can relate to. And it's just like a sort of a quaint story, um, even if it's not that, you know, that kind of deep emotional sort of experience. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, maybe I was underestimating the amount of people that uh, I guess would relate with this then if there's that many letterbox reviews saying yeah, that they deeply enough. relate with it. I guess also like the fact that it's like 70% in a different language kind of like limits the audience a little bit and like self-selects a little bit. Yeah. So I think there's like, yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to, I guess I, we're not in spoiler tone yet. I was going to like name thing. Like there are a bunch of different moments in the movie that I think a lot of general people can relate to, yeah, but the I overall think... story, maybe <laughs> mm -hmm. less people could, but they're like a bunch of specific things that I think people could like pick and choose and be like, like, oh, that hit me hard. Well, let's go to spoiler town <laughs> and get this out of the way just right now. 
the big boy movies connection is that someone does drink piss yes. in this movie. Uh, I clapped, I cheered, I leapt out of my seat. I couldn't believe yeah. it. Um, I think this is something we mostly talk about off of the podcast itself and just on our streams, like before and after. Uh, but if you don't know, quick catch up. I went to high school with a guy uh, who grew up and now he drinks his own piss. Uh, and I talk about him a lot because I'm obsessed with his life of, of piss drinking and yoga. Um, it's very funny to me. Um, so this in this movie, the little boy, he pees in a cup. Uh, he gives it to his grandma. She thinks it's Mountain Dew, which is a great fucking play. That's that's a solid <laughs> substitution. And she does drink the piss. She's not a huge fan of it, which surprised me because the dude I went to high he school with it. has led me to believe that this is an awesome yeah. thing. But yeah. Yeah. Um, that was big. I could me. actually personally relate to that. Uh, you drink piss, or you I, made your I grandma have, drink your piss? I've basically been in the grandma's situation <laughs> before and been tricked into drinking piss. Somebody peed. Whoa. Somebody peed in a bottle of Rock and Rye, which I don't really drink to this day because of it. Jesus, <laughs> but, um, when was this? Wow. This was uh, this was on a camping trip back when I was like in middle school i think uh with the boy scouts so Damn. very cool situation for me to be in drinking piss in the boy scouts um, oh. <laughs> yeah but uh, somebody pissed in a bottle of rock and rye and then just like brought over and they were like hey you guys want some rock and rye and uh i drank some and they were all like laughing and they were like oh we pissed in it and i was like Oh, thanks. Jesus. <laughs> and, uh, kinda, it sucks. Jesus yeah. I that was the only part you were crying during. even, And it was a yeah. comedic part. I was like, yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it's too real. <laughs> yeah. I can verify that that prank does work, tricking somebody that's pop. Although, at least mine was, was diluted. Mine was diluted. Oh. So it was just like in the bottle. It was okay. like they it drank like that much. Uh, like, I don't know. Gotcha. I, I feel like a bit like. Yeah, immediately you would know. It's like a warm, I guess. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't drink piss daily. I swear. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like the best part about it. It's warm and it's like, yeah, yeah, soothing. Dude, like, you didn't notice? Like, it tastes way better than normal pop, obviously. <laughs> yeah, what if the grandma had drank it and been like, oh, Mountain Dew's really good today. I was half we'll expecting her we'll to like flat. not notice because she was just so enthralled with that boxing match or whatever. Yeah, uh, wrestling. I, thought, yeah. I thought she had wrestling. Noticed, like my memory, like was like, <laughs> yeah, she doesn't notice this, and I'm like, wait, how did she not notice this? But she she did. Um, that was funny. I, I like the, that's probably my favorite part of this movie is little Alan Kim and uh, her and his relationship with his grandma is just hilarious. I think you're gonna say just that moment. It's really good. <laughs> just little, just him peeing into a cup. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the whole Mountain Dew. The, honestly, the Mountain Dew has like a great <laughs> arc to. Like I, I don't know. It's just a, <laughs> it's a great in, inclusion in the movie that they think that it's been yeah. water from the mountains. Yeah, and they like trick her that I it's healthy. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they weren't like tricking yeah, her. No. They, I think they legit just thought it was like the water from the mountains, and that it was. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I, was, I I interpreted it as the kids knew what they were doing and okay. just told the grandma, but maybe not. Yeah, okay. I don't know. There's that like super old lady, some lady who lived to be over a hundred, and she said the secret to a long life was drinking one Dr Pepper every day. <laughs> so like. There's probably people out there, like, especially in the 80s, like, health standards weren't what they are now. Maybe they just, like, yeah, Mountain Dew, it's good for you. Like, we can't lie to you on yeah. TV. Does that old lady live in Fansville um, now? 
I have no Dr. idea. Dr. Pepper Fansville. That's uh, that would be a great ad for them. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. Would, that's actually our new sponsor, right? Dr. Pepper. Yes. <laughs> the first podcast to be sponsored by Dr. Pepper. I, Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> we do a great job yeah, with that. For sure. There's a very seamless um, uh, ad, BB. Good job. <laughs> that's how BB advertises Dr. Pepper. Just bringing up the story every, every podcast. <laughs> if you want to live to be 109 years old you got to drink one dr pepper every day yeah, join our squarespace website drpepper100.com <laughs> made it with squarespace one dp a day one dp a day oh <laughs> uh, that sounds uh, like something entirely different no definitely not oh man uh we should talk about Minari oh, movie. <laughs> Sponsored um, by. Brought to you by Doc. Well, Mountain oh, Dew. Yeah, my bad. Um, but yeah, I don't even know like where exactly to start with this one because it is just like that mo- a movie where just sort of things happen. There's no yeah. really strong plot line through the movie. I like, I do like um, the beginning of this movie. I, I like how it just like gets, I, I don't know, it doesn't waste time. It's just like, okay, we're here now at this place. Yeah, and this is the movie. We're here in Arkansas. This is, what, this is the whole point of the movie. We wanted to move here, and we're here now. Um, yeah, and it like doesn't like hold back. Like I feel like I've seen other movies like this, where like maybe they'll wait. Maybe like the writer will wait a little bit to like reveal to us that the mom and dad are not in the best relationship, but they like almost immediately are like, oh yeah, this is not going well, and she doesn't want to be yeah. here. Um. Yeah, it's immediately a rocky thing. Um, I guess I wanted to talk about like Steven Yeun a little bit. Um, cuz I assumed he was going to be the main character of this movie. He's really not. It's really the little mm-hmm. boy. Um and also like people were mad that he got snubbed for for best actor at the Golden Globes. I actually don't even think he's the best actor in this movie. I think the boy I is. Agree. Um, I think Steven Yeun did a fine job, but there wasn't anything in there that really made me be like, yeah, like he fucking, he really did did it. it. He's acting. Um, but he does a really good job. Not to say that he did a bad job. He, I just didn't think he was the standout in this situation. I I would agree with that. I don't think he was and yeah, I, he's definitely not the main character. I, I think his, his art, his storyline is one that I really enjoyed the second time around and paid attention to more and like his American mm. dream plotline was something I really wanted to dive deeper into this time. And I, I enjoyed it, but yeah, I think this is more about because it's it, Lee Isaac Chung is that's like his perspective is the little boy. So it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I still think Steven's best performance still is burning. It's so good. I, it, it was, it's better than this for sure. I like burning a lot. But yeah, what? yeah, I have not seen that. I've the only thing I've seen him in before this was uh like the early seasons of The Walking Dead. When what I was else still watching is he in besides show. those these three things? The Walking Dead game. The Walking Dead. No, he isn't. Is he? <laughs> he what? His, his character was in. It, oh, though. was oh yeah, his character yeah. was in it. Was that like one of the only? That's characters? Yeah. I know that he was in The Walking Dead because I never watched The Walking Dead. Yeah, it was the first episode of the video <laughs> game. He just, Glenn oh, shows yeah. up. I forgot. He's also in Okja. Actually, I think that's even comic book Glenn, so I don't think it's even technically no. his likeness. Oh, yeah, I think he works in the call center in Sorry to Bother You. Yeah, yeah, he's in Sorry to Bother You. I remember him in that. Yeah, because okay. him, and, him and the main character, him and Lakeith Stanfield, like, have a fight or something. I remember. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, still good. He's a good actor. I didn't realize he... He's, like, in his 30s now. 
but I didn't realize he was like my age when he started The Walking Dead. Yeah, he uh, he also felt like uh, both the parents felt a little bit young for this movie, but I guess that might have just been how old they were. They yeah, definitely could have been. Um, yeah, that was one thing I noticed. I'm like, Stephen Yoon still seems like he's very young. I like didn't totally buy him as a, a father or a farmer, <laughs> um, but, you know, he got there just sort of through his performance. I think that not buying him as a farmer, I feel like that's kind of intentional. <laughs> yeah true like, that's also true yeah is he's not he, he's not a good farmer really and also like that's like the whole thing is like he's not the traditional farmer at all um yeah yeah what if how crazy would it have been if this little boy was nominated for best actor and won an that, oscar that'd be so sick how wait, wait, what was nuts. uh Haley steinfeld was she nominated for best actress when she won it or was that best supporting actress she, I didn't even know she won. There have definitely been kids who have won Oscars. I forget before. what it was, but I know Haley Steinfeld's the oh, youngest did she win it to ever win an Oscar. Did she win it? She was in True Grit. Yeah, True yeah, Grit. She was in True yeah Grit. so I guess it was a supporting actress, right? Yeah. She was fantastic. I've never seen it, but so. I just know that, that little tidbit. She was good in it. It's a good yeah, movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, that is a good movie. What if she'd won that um, best, actors, best Actress for Edge of 17? That would have been crazy. <laughs> <laughs> or Bumblebee. <laughs> She's in Bumblebee, like yeah, the she's Transformers. Like the lead, Bumblebee? She's the lead actress in Bumblebee. Oh, that's right. She bangs Bumblebee. Yeah, she yeah. bangs Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, not oh. actually. It's just the trailer of the movie makes it look like Wait, she's seriously. Going to, but I don't think she <laughs> like as a car. Does. Yeah. Watch. Yeah, watch the trailer for the movie. You're like, this is a rom com between Haley Steinfeld and Bumblebee, oh, the Transformers. That's crazy for all the all the Cars fans out there that's what Cars 4 is gonna be it's gonna be Cars meet humans oh and no. god <laughs> we have to talk about oh, sorry. Minari <laughs> uh, sorry dad sorry we I can't stay away from Cars and humans together <laughs> no I mean I, none of us can yeah um, that's why Tom was super into the trailer um, that they live in in this film <laughs> yeah it had wheels yeah um, and the trailer of Bumblebee <laughs> but yeah i <laughs> the trailer for Bumblebee. yeah back to minari though i feel like uh we, we touched on a little bit earlier about the movie just immediately diving into this rocky relationship i feel like that uh, not for me personally but i feel like that's one of the most universally relatable things is just a rocky mer like rocky parental relationship and uh yeah yeah kind of extends beyond immigrants it's, and farming yeah it's a really interesting like kind of take on it because usually dramatic movies like this, I feel like will always go like it ends with divorce or like, or the, the relationship is, is less complicated, but the relationship that the mother and the father have is very complicated and it never goes the route of like, we hate each other now. Like there's no point where they actually separate um, or any kind of super low point. It's just like they're a couple, so they fight and they're in a difficult uh, situation so they have disagreements but uh, it's a very nuanced take I feel like on that relationship which I enjoyed and I found really yeah, interesting it just, it, um, and it definitely felt yeah. real because obviously like at the end they like they're like it's over and then the, the big fire happens and then it, it just ends interesting because they're like together but you like you, you feel like you should be happy but you know like it's still going to be rough and like they he now has to start farming all over again and it's just like it's just back to square one, basically. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, it's, but it's also that ending of like the, the ending cut off kind of short for me, but I, I like the idea of like, this is just one part of their life. Like this yeah. is one story and a life of infinite 
stories, especially for the mm-hmm. little kid. Um, yeah, which the Q and A like presented it a lot. Like the Q and A, there was a Q and A after the film festival that I watched with Lee Isaac Chung, and he definitely presented it like you're saying. It's he honestly just like remembered a bunch of stories from his childhood and like just tried to piece them together into a movie as close as he could. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't love the ending. I don't know. I didn't. It felt kind of like I don't know. It just felt like it didn't know exactly it's what it wanted abrupt. to do. Um, it felt like it was trying to go both ways and like be a happy ending, even though you kind of know it's not. But I guess that's kind of good. But it just felt a little off to me. I don't think it was trying to be a happy ending. I think I, I was not happy yeah, about it. Yeah, it is. Really. It's like neither. Yeah. It is literally just yeah. an ending. It, just, it ends. just ends. Which is cool, but I I don't know. It just felt like I normally would feel like I'd really like that. Maybe I will after thinking about it a little bit more. But like when I watched it, I was just yeah. like frustrated, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I can. I, I wasn't super hot on it. Like it, it really does just feel like the movie's like, okay, and now we're done. A bunch of stuff happened and like, there's no big like moral or takeaway it's obviously not a hollywood ending it it just we're done now we can stop the movie stops it doesn't end it it stops stops. maybe it'll (laughs) maybe it'll maybe it's to be continued who knows (laughs) minari 2 that would be great if the back to the future text (laughs) to be continued came up (laughs) it was the same font graphical style (laughs) yeah the same font like the same transition like a circle wipe (laughs) we continued um but yeah, anything, I mean, I feel like with this movie, we don't, obviously, like BB said, it's a things happen movie. We don't have to go, We I, I feel like we can just go moment by moment almost on what we want to talk about because there yeah. are a bunch of interesting scenes like the, like Tom even mentioned after the movie, the scene with like his friend from church uh, <laughs> where they do like, t- mm-hmm. where they have chewing tobacco and like, it's just such like an odd <laughs> little moment where like it does fit. I don't know. Like, a, I do believe Lee Isaac Chug when he says, "Like, yeah, I just was remembering things from my childhood." Like, that definitely just seems like something that probably happened when he grew up in Arkansas. He just had like a little ten-year-old friend who did chewing tobacco with him, and his dad, his dad yeah. was like a fucking dr- druggy, drunk asshole or something. It's just, just an yeah. interesting scene. Well, that's actually something I wanted to talk about. It was my letterbox review. What was interesting about this movie, in a lot of ways, was like. You expect a movie about a minority family growing up in the South in the 80s. Like, if the movie really wanted to be Oscar bait, it would be about racism. Uh, but the movie never goes there at any point. Like, the there's a brief moment where they mention where racism is touched on, but it's, like, from the perspective of yeah. children. So it's just those two little kids. One kid's like, why is her face so flat? And then the other oh, girl God, has yeah. a really funny moment. <laughs> He's like, stop me when I say something in your language, which like is racist, but it's funny because it's just little kids like being But she kids. was genuine also, um, which was like the weirdest thing. They came yeah. back, like, oh, they yeah. came back to that scene and she's still going. And then she eventually hits a word. And then she's like excited <laughs> about it. She's like, that's so yeah. cool. Oh, I know Korean now. <laughs> that's really cool. Like if that was like 13 year olds, it would be way more malicious. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely it's it's like that ignorance of the like southerners you know um but it's the movie never goes there i was so ready for that scene where the father comes home and he was gonna say something and that was mm, gonna be the uh, big oscar moment like i don't like your kind farming in my <laughs> village but no he's just like kind of a decent 
but, guy. Like, obviously, he's yeah. not like a moral, yeah, I don't know he's a not decent guy. But, yeah, like, he's not racist, at least. He may be cheating on his wife and a drunk. He's racist. But... <laughs> True. He could be racist. He just didn't show it in that moment, for sure. There, there is, there is a version of this movie where he comes in and he is like a cartoon racist <laughs> yeah. southerner. But why are you friends the, with I, this boy? I felt like, yeah, I felt like the restraint was there in the sense that, like, this is how kids would remember something. Is like, he comes in, he's like, "How's your dad's farm? You help your father, yeah. you know, just like normal shit." And like, obviously, he's a morally dubious person, but. Um, He's he's polite is what I'm trying yeah. to say. The movie could have so easily been about this thing, um, which I feel like a lot of movies are. But this movie never wallows in anything like that. There's hardship, but it never wallows in hardship, which I appreciated. Yeah, I agree. I think it would have. Yeah, I definitely think a lesser movie would have probably done that for Oscar bait and it would have worked. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Worked. Uh, Gold Globes would have considered it a non-foreign language film for sure. Yeah. Or uh, another moment I wanted to talk about was Paul who fucking rules. <laughs> um, they have Paul over for dinner and they're having like a Korean dinner and it would have been so easy for that scene. They had put like the kimchi out and Paul's like, what's this alien food? I don't know. This smells weird. All oh, this tastes weird. But no, he like he's just eating the food like a normal yeah. fucking person. Even though he's not a normal person, but um, definitely not a normal person. Yeah, it's it's moments like that where I, I appreciate the movie for you know, not sort of taking the bait and taking that yeah. easy path, making it I about guess. something different. Because all I feel like yeah. all, a, there are a lot of movies that have these type of characters and people who just moved to America, and that's what they that's the angle they go for. Yeah. And it's it's like a studio problem too. Like I feel like studios probably won't take the movie cuz they want those prestige movies yeah. like the the movie's got to be about this thing or else we won't make it. But like A24 was like, yeah, you can make your movie that's just about like your childhood yeah. and and these basic immigrant stories. Movie about a cow, it doesn't so have to be this thing. Sick. Yeah, they'll they'll do a movie about anything. Um but yeah, I get the got the grandma moments are just so good. Um, when his penis is broken and she says "ding dong broken," <laughs> that's very <laughs> funny. Uh, the grandma's a, a really fun character, which I think makes her story all the more tragic. Yeah. Just seeing how like wild she is, and then after the stroke, it's like, yeah, oh it's, no, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, especially when he's like asking if he could sleep over at the kid's house, that he's. Just like it's ding dong broken, dude. Yeah, I was surprised that that didn't come Can't up again with like the house. kid like joking about that. <laughs> is, your, is your ding dong okay? No, that kid was chill. Or? Yeah, it's like kid was like the kid and his dad are both just like remarkably chill, even though they're like hillbillies. Yeah, yeah. Um, no offense to any of our viewers yeah, if they the, identify as hillbillies. But. Yeah, we have a lot of hillbilly listeners. The uh, movie calls them yeah, hillbillies. Hillbilly, they, they, yeah, our our big hillbilly audience <laughs> is going to get pissed. We're finally going to get canceled. Hillbilly land and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's giving me idea for my my Gina Carano movie. Maybe it's about a woman who gets Ooh, called a hillbilly a lot. The new racism. She, obviously. she yeah, that's the new racism. She's got to <laughs> overcome it with her yeah, big muscles. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's kind of that's hillbilly elegy. So. You got to compete with that. They didn't have big muscles True, in that There movie, needed though. to be more big muscles, for sure. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, overall, I just really, I like, I like the American dream, um, thing too. I, he's just obviously at many points, he's just putting over, putting this farm over his family and his wife keep mentioning, keeps mentioning that. Um, and it's like that battle and it's like something yeah. even I feel today, like at some points, like, like, and I feel like I've been caught in this with, with Miriam and stuff like, like, I feel like, like I've had to choose, like just doing going on a date or something with Miriam and like my job at some points or stuff like that. And like, I almost want to choose my job because of that American dream. It feels like, obviously that's not as yeah. extreme as what he had to do. Um, but Absolutely. yeah, I, I definitely like could felt like I could relate to that. It's like this, there's this pressure living here where like, if you feel yeah. like that's just the most important thing, like you have to do this um, to take care of your. That's really funny. You mentioned that because I I wasn't thinking about that at all, even though that is effectively what ended my last long-term relationship. Uh, so no thanks problem. for that, John. Thanks for yeah, reminding of me of that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that is um, it's again, it's like complex and nuanced in the way they present this American dream where, Again, a studio movie would have been like, he does it in the end. He gets the big grocery store contract. Um, but this one, it's like one grocery store and then everything burns down. And it's like, oh, no, it's not. It's not that clean because uh, these things generally aren't in yeah. real life. I mean, that's what I, just random shit will happen like that. That just ruin your plans. Like, that's what happens. I don't know. And I thought it was like a realistic yeah. portrayal of like the American, like the American dream's not easy as hell to, to achieve. He can't just like by yeah it's also like arguably yeah, not exactly. real so like, I think that's another like he he thinks like oh i bought this huge ass piece of land like that's it like we're good like i can make a ton of money now i just i'm, I'm making a farm here like this is yeah just grow yeah. the vegetables yeah sell them but obviously a lot of there's a lot of things getting in his way kind of make makes yeah. we, me want to become a farmer oh okay yeah yeah that's seems, weird that seems pretty i think you're the sure. first person to say that after this after seeing this just watching the first yeah, like half hour then uh, oh, like okay. <laughs> then you kind of tuned out and you're just like yeah. thinking about where yeah. you could dream make a farm farming. yeah yeah tom went on like zillow and started looking up <laughs> farmland and like that he could move to you yeah. think they have farmland on zillow i don't know maybe <laughs> I don't know. Where do people get I've farms? Heard, There's got to be like a, a website. I've heard it's remarkably difficult to uh, get into farming if you don't have family that has a farm already. Just because it's like actually like huh. a very like good source of income and like families just keep it internal. Hmm. Damn. Well, it, we should do that for big boy <laughs> movies. We should just like get, get a farm. Farm, <laughs> farm boys. I was going to say farm boy movies, but that it would still be a podcast about movies, but I guess we would live I on a farm. I might just become a farm digger, like a gold digger, but just like try looking for a wife with, uh, <laughs> with farm, farmland. With looking for a wife with a farm. So you go on farmers only, but you're like not yeah, a farmer yeah. yet. <laughs> not and a farm. That's a good fucking yeah, true. idea. Also, this. A guy who wants to be a farmer and he like has to trick this woman into thinking that he is like part of a big farming family, but he's actually a city boy who has like no idea what he's talking about. That could be like a horror movie premise too. Like, but the main character is the woman and he's a creepy dude who just likes killing people on farms. Or he's just like a city guy and that's creepy in its own way, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's scary. That maybe that's Ooh. my movie. You know, city versus rural yeah. areas. I'm getting a yeah, lot of ideas. But Thank in God. my situation, this town would ideally also have some dentist vacancies. They would need a dentist as well. So then it'd be like a farmer dentist type thing. Well, yeah, the good news is, Tom, if you live in a very rural area, they're probably in need of a dentist. Probably, but yeah, and it probably wouldn't be that much I'm business. So I that. could farm as much as I wanted for the yeah. most part and then just go in for emergencies. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When you know Bob down the street's got a toothache, or, you, or when you Betsy the cow has a toothache, I could do veterinarian <laughs> stuff too. Maybe, yeah, cause... yeah. That's what people do in rural areas. They're just like the vet, the doctor. They're like everyone. They, they just have one person for all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Surgeon, barber. Well, I know. Depending, I, I was actually just like talking about this, like hypothetically, with some friends, and they were said in New York, it's illegal to. Uh, practice uh medicine and dentistry out of the same building so i don't know if that applies i assume that it's different in rural areas yeah, it's just out of necessity in arkansas yeah it's different in california for sure yeah oh move to cali because um, like an oral surgeon is like a medical doctor as well as a dentist so they could theoretically do both but not ooh, legally in new york at least illegally in new york <laughs> i do like how it's also illegal to... Oh, sorry, John, I got to get this out real quick. It's also illegal to own a goose in New oh, York, really? which I learned. Because oh. um, a friend of mine went and saw a Broadway... not It was an off-Broadway play that had a live goose in it. And the goose had to live in New Jersey <laughs> um, because you're not allowed... So they would have to have the goose driven to New York to play its wow. part in the play uh, from New Jersey every so time they, they had a show. So while they were transporting it from New Jersey to New York, was it like animal trafficking? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know exactly. The only reason I know is because a friend of a friend was the animal handler for that play, so he took care of the goose and it was like part of his job to Definitely transport Definitely do not say his name on this podcast or else we'll have to bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will not. I actually don't even remember wow. his name. Longer okay. commute for that guy sucks. I wonder if that's related to. Longer, yeah. but. I wonder if that's related to Friends. I wonder if people like wanted a goose after watching that. They, was there a goose in Friends? Yeah, Joey and Chandler got like a duck and a. Or oh wait, I think that might have been a duck actually. <laughs> oh, are ducks? Can you own a duck? Do you? Any? I d I doubt. I think it's probably all waterfowl. <laughs> it's, it's just not not allowed in New York. Have you guys seen that quote? Um, uh who's that who's the crazy guy from uh that talks about making the frog ECA? <laughs> alex jones, <laughs> alex there's, like jones. A, there's like a click hole quote or something and it's like from alex jones it's like yeah you can go down to the lake and take any duck you want like they don't want you to know that but i have like 500 ducks <laughs> <laughs> they don't want you to know that but yeah I have like 500 ducks. i think i've also seen that quote attributed to like obama oh or God. something like in, in a similar like click holy fashion <laughs> click hole's great so in the film minari <laughs> uh they don't own any they ducks uh, but they do sex oh. chickens and incinerate the males, which is something I kind of knew about. That's but sad. This movie puts it in no uncertain terms. Yeah. Um, just get rid of the males. But yeah, I wanted to talk about Paul as well, because Paul <laughs> rules. Um, and Paul, I was just wondering what your guys' this take is the Paul on Paul section. was. Um, I thought the first time I thought he was just weird and I was put by him. But this time I, I think I laughed like every time he spoke or said anything, basically. <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah he's insane but funny at the same time <laughs> it's just i don't know yeah 
I just like I kind of want the Paul origin story, like how he became so wildly religious yeah. and into Jesus and all that. Yeah, we should um, definitely get the Paul origin story. Yeah, and I was I was also waiting for you know Paul to like turn to have him have like the big freaky religious okay. turn where he's like I have to cleanse uh, this family. Yeah, it's definitely. He's just like a really religious guy. I was definitely guy. expecting it to go like sour, kind of. I was like from the beginning, I was like, feel like this guy is gonna be weird, like not just like weird, and but he's gonna like cause problems. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the first time they meet, it definitely but... like gives off that vibe, because like it's just like kind of a weird moment. But then also when he's like carrying the cross down the road, like that feels like something, like this is some weird thing happening. Like I don't know. Um. Yeah, I agree with that, both of those. But yeah, he just turns out to be just a religious nut who doesn't really want to hurt anyone, I guess. He's just a religious nut. Yeah. Yeah, I think once I saw the cross, I yeah. kind of, I, I felt like he was not going to be like as crazy because like they're just like, oh, this guy's just like wacky, not like actually like going to hurt them. Yeah, he's just religious to a very extreme point of like on Sunday, he doesn't go to church. He like carries the drags the cross of christ to like recreate yeah, I don't his know suffering if that's even, i don't think like uh, any christian like re- i don't think any branch of christianity would really like condone that over going to church i think like according to the book going to church is like yeah. more more holy <laughs> probably i don't know they'd probably say just do that on another day <laughs> <laughs> do have a different day than son don't skip church for this please like we want you to go to church and give us money right yeah. <laughs> which it gave a hundred dollars on which their first they, they don't dollars yeah. which is even more money back then like which is a huge amount yeah like, i saw that and was so confused yeah, well, what was, like, was what going on like, she, luckily the grandma took it back so yeah uh she just really wanted the church and jesus to like her yeah, is what i assume what you do, you give jesus um, money yeah and then he likes you <laughs> <laughs> he loves you uh, there is there was one branch. It was Luther who said no more of that, from what I remember. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know Luther much about said that, but... and then that kind of like caused a reform in the Catholic Church, and then there was like Protestant churches as well. But yeah, before that, you could like literally, like you could literally just like buy a spot in heaven. With, like <laughs> the 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 Man, the greater the rules. donation, they the better your spot that. would be. The closer <laughs> to Jesus you'd be. They should have kept that for sure. <laughs> They should have absolutely like that's fucking paid DLC for the afterlife. Yeah. I'm into that. Get me the season pass Imagine for Jesus. Like Jeff, we hear like Jeff pass. Bezos pays a billion dollars to a church, so he gets into uh-huh. heaven. So he can he's guaranteed <laughs> going to heaven. That's like why the Pope was like absurdly powerful back then. He was like power more powerful than any king because like people like they just had an insane amount of money. Damn, <laughs> I didn't even know about yeah. this. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, he didn't get uh he didn't get a hundred dollars from yeah. the e family, yeah, unfortunately. So. <laughs> I was pretty happy that they took it out because um, it was like, I don't know, the church is probably doing fine. This family's like really struggling. Yeah, like, I know. She come under that, like <laughs> yeah, I was like, Jesus. But uh the grandma took it yeah. back, luckily. Yeah, was- yeah, I thought it was interesting how they bring up the Korean churches really quickly. That's like a cultural thing that maybe I'd be curious to know more about that. Like Koreans don't want to go to Korean church. Yeah. Like that's why they leave California. I mean, like, there's shit. a whole, like, it seems like the person who's most into church is the wife and the daughter actually likes church. Yeah. Too. The mom. Um, like they both mm-hmm. seem like they're the ones into it, but it seems like Steven and it's just like, yeah, I'll just go there because she wants to. 
Um, and like the people yeah. they meet at the sexing place are just like, yeah, but with, there's no Korean church here. Cause no one, we all left California cause we don't want to go anymore. I think they just wanted to be out of the Korean yeah. community kind of yeah, like that, that, that like bubble. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why would you stay in California where all the Koreans are? Why would you go to Arkansas? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, my previous yeah. exposure to uh, Korean church uh, before this had been limited to Twenty One Jump Street, so I was glad <laughs> I got a little bit more exposure. Yeah, that's fair. Or that episode of The Office where they get a van from the Korean oh, church yeah. uh, for their company. Yeah, We're very geez, worldly lots of people church. Here on big that's boy a, that's more Korean church references than I thought he would say. So I guess it must be like yeah. a big thing in California if it's like. There's there's a big one in LA. Um, when you're driving downtown, you'll pass a lot of like Christian Korean stuff. Yeah, well, there's really... Koreatown. So that's tr- there's a lot there's of Koreans there. K Town in uh, New York as well, but I have not seen a church while I'm there. No K Town in Boston, only Chinatown. So yeah, we're Damn. currently basically in Chinatown. Actually. Yeah, we're, I live close to Chinatown, but don't get any more specific. You're gonna dox me, dude. Yeah, Chinatown. Oh, give us Chinatown, give us a dress out. New York City. So that's that's my address. <laughs> Chinatown, New York City. That's what you write down on the letter. Yeah. Send a send a letter to our PO box, Chinatown, New York City. We'll get no it. zip code. We'll just get it. Just send it over. We'll we'll get they'll know. Just write big boy movies on it too. They'll know where to bring it. Big boy it. movies, Chinatown, New York City. <laughs> it's like kids writing That's like a t-shirt I want now. Our first merch is gonna be so good. Our first merch will say like big boy movies and it'll just say Chinatown in New York City. <laughs> and then it's the other one that's I understood tenant. These will put like just yeah. all of them are really deep cuts. <laughs> just like you have to listen to <laughs> the specific yeah. part of the Minari episode. Yeah, we don't like mention it. An anymore. hour into the Minari <laughs> that no one episode. To. This this episode's gonna age well, I hope, because no one's seen yeah. this movie yet. When it's finally available, like this, streaming and shit, hopefully people like actually watch it. Like we have two options for our podcast. They're either like they're they're either like investments like investing into GameStop or they're like investments like investing into Tesla or Apple or something. This is like an Apple or Tesla investment. Like we're we're we're, we're it's gonna pay off yeah. later down the road, you know? But the GameStop ones are like when we watch like to the, all the boys I love before some like stupid <laughs> movie that's popular at that moment. Uh, I really hope the oh, GameStop yeah. investment pays off better than that. So, <laughs> me too. Um, I don't know if I have anything else. Like it's just yeah. a good movie. I feel like I'm having trouble talking too much because it's just it's just like like I said, it's just good. I would recommend watching oh, yeah. it. I yeah, we're just we're doing this because it's it's one of the best of. 2020 for sure um and i'm expecting you guys will all hear about it a lot more uh, especially when oscar season comes around being one of the best of 2020 is a very big deal (laughs) um lots of movies yeah it's it's a movie we also have to talk about because it's gonna be in the biggies for sure um which we haven't mentioned officially on this podcast and this might be a nice way to take us out um the biggies are coming up on February 27th, we'll be streaming them live, and then obviously they will go up on podcast services. We got some special stuff planned for the biggies, um, so please come and join us. Even if you haven't seen all the movies on the list, I haven't even <laughs> seen all the movies on the list. So uh, uh, it's going to be oh, a yeah. good time, and uh, yeah. Yeah, that'll be exciting. Live on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash John underscore George at 9 Eastern. Exciting. Six, Six specific, specific courses. 
if you if you don't know time zones. Or uh, ten central. Or wait, what? Eight central. Yeah, eight. Central. Eight central. Yeah. Eight central. Figure, figure. Every, besides Eastern Pacific, it's, there are no other time zones. I don't know. That's, Seven else is made time up. Also, when I'd people. watch uh, like Nickelodeon back in the day, everything would be everything would say like eight seven central, and then I was just like, "That's well, yeah." And I was like, me. "What does that mean?" Oh like, yeah, why? true. Uh, <laughs> doesn't, people, yeah. No one here has grew up on the West Coast. So I wonder if it was different on the West Coast. Yeah. What if they said eight seven central? on the west coast and then everybody's just like wild. what the fuck like <laughs> so it's at six yeah <laughs> or it's at five like how are we yeah that's weird <laughs> I, that's weird that they like premiere why didn't they just like do why didn't they just premiere it at like if it was just a nick show why didn't they just do eight also at pacific why did... they probably do i think i think they'd have different broadcasts very weird because they yeah. do for new year's yeah, at assume. least i know they like air it like later very weird yeah, but again, it doesn't matter. Arkansas is a made-up place, just like every other state mm-hmm. in the middle of the country. Uh, no one's ever been there or seen that place. Minari mm-hmm. is fiction. Um, but yeah, I just want to say, I've thank, of course, thank yeah, you, Tom, no for problem. coming on. Thanks for having me. Um, I think I've got some really good ideas for my movie that I'm going to be directing. I'm so excited. I'm I'm less excited now, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Um, those posts about Jews w- w- weren't super cool. Uh, but you know what? May- you know what might help what? this? You got maybe I can I can uh, grab Joss Whedon. Has he been doing anything recently? Uh, yes. No. What? Is this another thing? <sighs> we're, just I have at to the, we're at the end of the podcast, so I don't really want to like bring up this whole conversation. So, like, yeah, just grab him. You uh, can just grab Josh. I'm... Joss to help you. All right, Josh. he might be less problematic but so i'll i'll give an update on that on the next episode until next time stay big you beautiful people